know the vibes. Another, another episode. BJ, this is episode 149. Whoa. For, for a Whoa. show we started in January this year. Wow. Unbelievable. Do you want to know a fact? I don't know if it's a fact because I just read it online, but it seems pretty true. 80% of podcasts stop before episode 10. Really? 80% of people who start podcasts give up before episode 10. Well, we hit 149 and counting. Mm, we're putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers. Uh, I was just thinking that. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> we have done too many shows together, B. Yeah, we I was done. just thinking that. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> but, but, but really, the, the real heroes, you guys at home listening, watching we appreciate each and every one of you thank you for tuning in with us every day starting your day the right way listening to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast because we're here we're continuing our breakdowns of the nba offseason tomorrow we'll answer some questions because we're going to celebrate episode 150 in the best way we know how and that's to give back to you guys and hear from you hear your hot take so i think that there's still time so tweet the Hoop Genius account on Twitter if you want your questions answered. A few people messaged me on Instagram and they said, where can we send in the questions? Twitter is where you send in the questions. And I feel like if you're an NBA fan, Twitter is like the best social media because that's where all the NBA stuff really happens. Like Instagram yes. and Facebook and everyone else, they get it a little bit, a few hours later after everything happens. Whereas Twitter is live and direct. That's where the real hot takes be. So if you aren't on Twitter, get on Twitter. And if you are on Twitter, follow Hoop Genius, follow BJ Armstrong, of course, and follow myself, the Hoop Genius at the Hoop Genius. But today we continue, BJ. We're talking about your former team, one of your former teams, one of your many former teams, the Chicago Bulls. And if mm. you're new to the show, We've been going through each of the teams in the NBA, breaking down their off-seasons, winners, losers, and people who kind of stay the same. And as always, BJ, I'm going to run you through real quick what happened for the Bulls this off-season. Okay. So free agents that were on their books, Troy Brown Jr., Tyler Cook, Malcolm Hill, Matt Thomas, and of course, everyone's favorite Kardashian, Tristan Thompson. They're all free agents. <laughs> 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 Shall I, tell you, shall I tell you a story? Shall I tell you a story? Okay. So it must have been like. Oh, it doesn't matter what I say. You're going to tell the story. Of course, so the people the at home want to tell, hear the story. It's like 5 a.m. yesterday. I couldn't sleep because my body is used to being awake till six every day watching NBA, right? So I still can't sleep even though it's the off season. And I'm scrolling through TikTok. And then I see a video. And it's Tristan Thompson. So I start watching the video thinking, oh, great. There's going to be some off season content. Yeah, he was in the Kardashian house gossiping with the Kardashians. I was just like, I have been scammed. I've been hoodwinked and led astray, run amok. But nevertheless, the Chicago Bulls have signed Goran Dragic from the Brooklyn Nets. Andre Drummond, BJ is a big fan of, from the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. When we send this episode to get edited, I need a freeze frame with BJ's face just there and then. Javon Freeman Liberty is a rookie who went undrafted. Justin Lewis is also an undrafted rookie. And with the 18th pick, they drafted Dalen Terry. The big news for them, of course, this offseason wasn't re-signing Derek Jones. It was retaining the services of one Mr. Zach Levine. So the Chicago Bulls essentially got rid of Troy Brown Jr. and Tristan Thompson and signed Drummond. And Dragic. That's kind of the bulk of the moves. Dale and Terry, we'll see how he pans out. I'm not expecting too much from him. Um, 
but they've kept Zach Levine, who we spoke about potentially going over to the Western Conference. What do you make of the Bulls' moves this offseason? Because a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference have got better. But to me, the Bulls look a little bit stationary. Well, without talking to the Bulls, I would have to assume that their big move or the thing that they now have in place is Zach Levine signing now for a length of time and begin the process now of building around Zach Levine and what he's going to be in the next three to four years. So that to me seems like the, the core of what they accomplished and I know, and to give them some type of cohesiveness that now that they know Zach's going to be there. But to me, it makes it interesting because DeMar DeRozan was their best player a year ago. In, in fairness to Zach Levine, he did struggle with quite a few injuries throughout the season. But I agree. DeMar DeRozan had stretches in the season where he looked like he could be in the MVP conversation. Remember that week where he had the two back-to-back game? I think it was like December 31st and January the 1st or January the 2nd. Yeah. Where he yeah, had like yeah, he, the first he ever was, first game winners in two different years back-to-back or something crazy. Yeah, he was he was simply incredible. He was He really was, I mean, you know, he's without question a master of the mid-range. DeMar was sensational and he was he, their best player. Is he the best mid-range scorer we've got in the NBA right now? Well, that's not saying much. You only have what, like less than five guys in the entire NBA that maybe. We got, what are we saying here? DeRozan, we got uh, Devin Booker's mid-range game is nice. Chris Paul's nice in the mid-range. You know what right. I mean? There's a few. There's a few Kawhi Leonard, there. but he didn't play last year. Yeah, Kawhi. Who else you want to put in there? is going to be back. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who else you want to put in there? Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I hear you. I hear you. What? Mo agrees? <laughs> this is something. Uh, uh, make sure we get that. <laughs> Mo agrees. <laughs> so, so wow, wow. DeRozan <laughs> has two years left on his contract. So after this season, yeah. he'll be expiring. And so I think this is about this is about bringing the group and saying, okay, now we have Zach our star player, you know, we have DeMar here and now we're going to figure out how to build around that. So that to me seems like they're what they're trying to do. Now you get Drummond. I'm going to assume that they got Drummond to address some defensive issues um, here. I'm, I'm going to assume, but again, I don't know. I, I see the TikTok and I look at the Instagram and I see Andre Drummond shooting threes and step back. So I don't know what to think anymore. I don't know what to think anymore. So but I'm just telling you what I saw. Do you remember? No, I don't want to remember anything. The play that he made for the Nets. Remember? I want to just get through this conversation. No, Mo. I'm just going to let me get through this. You can go wherever you want to go. I don't want to get, I don't want to talk about what the Bulls, because you know, I. (laughs) He was on the fast break. Before he dunked, he put the peace sign up and then went no, up to I don't, the basketball. I don't, I don't, I don't, then, I don't want. And then the net season <laughs> fell apart after that game. <laughs> I'm just going to get through this. No, that was that know, was the funniest uh, moment of the season for me. <laughs> Tyler Harrow's chasing him on a fast break, and he just goes peace. And then the most awkward two steps into a dunk I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to assume they got Shout him to, to Andre Vooch. 
Yeah. Well, Vooch is an expiring contract, which is interesting. He's got 22 million left. And today we saw what BJ dreads me talking about, but a report from an anonymous GM. What is anonymous? Yeah. See, this is this is why in my mind I don't know if I could be a GM because I don't like the anonymous thing. I'ma just say it. Yeah, they should trade Vooch. Anyway, the report was saying. That it would be a good idea. This is why I think the, the anonymous GM in this case is Pat Riley, because they said it would be a good idea to trade Vooch for Duncan Robertson in Miami. And of course, the Miami Heat, we spoke about having a problem <laughs> if they want to move uh, Bam Adebayo to the four and have Vooch there as the five. That would actually work really well. I don't know how Duncan Robertson fits in with this Bulls team, but who knows? Maybe they're big fans of Andre Drummond and they think he can run a pick and pop and provide spacing for DeRozan, just like Vucevic can. Maybe. Again, I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is that's what the Bulls did. <laughs> and what do you want me to say? What do you, what do you want me to say? I, 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 don't, I don't know what else to say here. What, what do you want me to say? I, I don't know. I guess it's Lonzo. You didn't mention Lonzo Ball. What's he doing? We haven't gone to them yet. Oh, okay. So, so here's what I was saying is they want Zach Levine locked up until 2026, and then he has the player option of 48.9 million, which he will probably take. I don't know what the situation will be at that time. But then Domadros is expiring after this year. Vucevic is expiring this year. Lonzo, they've got two years, and then a player option. And Caruso, they've got three years. So their backcourt is kind of locked in, which right. is interesting because we talk about the league going big and having two really big guys at a power forward and the center position. But the Bulls, if they've got Ball and Caruso locked in, who I really like them as a defensive backcourt, they're going to play Zach Levine at the three. DeMar DeRozan played a lot of minutes at the four. And then Vucevic obviously at the five, which leads to defensive lapses, shall we say. But it's interesting that if the league continues this trend of going big, are they going to have to shift possibly DeMar DeRozan when he's an expiring contract or even look to make a move now and then bring in someone with a little bit more size to play that four position or even that five position because the league trend seems to be trending one way and the Bulls seem to be trending in the opposite direction for me. Well, I would, I would like to think that the Bulls are going to play DeMar and Zach together at the two and the three. Now that's not very big athletic, but they're not very big. At the two and three, especially when you have Caruso in the lineup. So Caruso coming off the bench or Lonzo, Lonzo Caruso or Ball, but you know, you know, Lonzo's going to, you know, if he's healthy, assuming he's going to be healthy. So you got six four, six four, six five, six six, and then of course they can put Patrick Williams in at the four. If Patrick Williams, that's not a very big lineup as far as height. So I think the Bulls aren't done. I think they're going to have to do something, but I think all of this. Depends on the following. What is the health of Zach Levine? You know, like he missed some games there during the course of the season where I really wasn't clear on what was going on. He had it a surgery. Like Zach did he Levine have surgery is, this offseason? I believe so. I believe he did. But I just wasn't sure on what was the status of his knee injury. I, I, I just needed more clarity. Maybe I didn't hear it. Maybe when they did release what was going on, but it was never clear to me what was really going on. It was just, he had some swelling. He would miss the games. They would say he had some swelling. I don't know if it was getting drained, what have you. So let's hope that he is fine. Yeah. And because 
He's never really been a healthy, too much of a healthy player. He only played a full season once in his career. That was his second year in the league where he played 82 games in Minnesota, 50 of which he came off the bench. His rookie season, he played 77 games. But after that, here's the amount of games played. 47, 24, 63, 60, 58, 67 this recent season that's just gone by. So he's never really hitting 70 games or above. It's like 65 games is a good season out of Zach Lewin. So that's what I'm saying. And that's a concern, and that should be a concern. But they do have depth. DeMar is – he. I, what can you say? DeMar was a top-10 player a year ago. He was in the MVP conversation. So we'll see how it plays out. But let's hope that Zach is – if he's healthy, then that would give us more clarity on really what's going on up there in Chicago because I don't see how all of those guys are going to play. Well, and especially the way their league is trending, I, they're going to be small. I think they're going to have to get bigger if they're going to compete because you have Cleveland, you have Milwaukee, you have Philly, and those are fairly big teams. And I think those teams will be in the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. Because this brings us to the question, what do you think the Bulls would consider a success this season? Making it out the first round? or Because I don't see them cracking a the top four in the East. And I don't see them being any of the top four in the East. And so they may be in the same position they were a year ago, where they just get dumped out of first round by Giannis. You know, I, I hope I'm wrong here when I say this. You know, last year I was really excited about the Bulls. But there was a part of me, and I don't think I was along in thinking this, I think they overachieved last year. In the regular season, yeah. I, I mean, the Bulls were in like, I looked up one late in the season. They were like in first place. <laughs> I was like, and they had a bunch of injuries, here? a bunch of, of Corona. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, they, I thought they overachieved. Now what I, what I hope doesn't happen is suddenly they come into the season with this, these expectations. They come in with, well, let's build on what we did a year ago. And then suddenly they find themselves in the play-in, you know, eight, nine, ten scenario. But I think that's realistic. When I begin to look at, look I, don't, at I don't know, nine, ten. I mean, hey, let me tell you something. An injury here. If Lonzo isn't healthy, Zach Levine only gives you, let's say, sixty-five games. I don't know if if it, is it fair to expect Demar Derozan to to play like he did a year ago. I hear what you're saying, but you're, you're, you're relying on other teams in the East to be better. Because if we look at it, Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, Toronto, let's say those five are comfortably going to be better than the Bulls, right? And then the Cavs, that's sixth. Okay. So then in that seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, Atlanta. That's, what, that, that's where, isn't that fair? That's what I said. I eight, guess, nine, ten. That's what I said. I guess, but, but you're saying an injury, leave them slide, but I'm saying an injury to any of those other six teams means they could creep up. Yeah. You see but, what I'm but saying? we have to also, I mean, what about, I, I think Toronto is going to be decent. Uh, yeah. I said them. Yeah. Atlanta, I think it'll be decent. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you like know, saying I, they could slide to 10th with injuries. I mean, it could also go the other way. Yeah, I, I think they will be so I don't be think, a play put it like team. this. I think they will be a playing team, and I think hopefully they'll get to the playoffs. But now what if somebody excels, you know, it comes out of nowhere, you know, whether that's Charlotte or whomever, someone, 
you know, you got you got to have, you know, and maybe someone doesn't perform, you know, maybe we didn't even what what if Brooklyn comes back? If Brooklyn comes back as it is, you know, right. so I just think there's a lot of things that could go right for them. Mm. And there's a lot of things that could go wrong. But overall, I think they should be in that. Let's say I want to be kind. They should be from six to ten yeah. somewhere in there. Okay. And then depending on how it goes, you know, and then if they play well, they, they're in it. But I could also see them not, not getting in. Do you think they'd be looking to move on from DeMar DeRozan, given there's only two more years on his contract? His fit with Zach Levine, I don't know if that's the ideal fit. And in my eyes, they went out and got DeRozan and Lonzo to tell Zach Levine, look, we're really trying to compete. We're trying to make the playoffs. We're trying to push to get him to sign that contract. Now that that contract has been signed, do you think they're going to restructure the team around Zach Levine fully? Because when you think about players that complement Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan wouldn't be the first player that pops into my mind. I think both of those guys are West Coast guys, and I really think they like each other. Yeah. They were on the slam cover together. Shout out to JP who shot that slam cover. It was dope. I, I think they really like each other. However, when you look at the business, DeMar DeRozan right now, in my opinion, is the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. But he's also turning 34 years old. Okay. And, and, and this is where the business meets the basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, as an executive, I think I can say this as a former executive, but if I'm looking at it from the executive's viewpoint, I don't think DeMar DeRozan's value has ever been higher than what it is right now. Mm-hmm. because he's finally proven himself to be a clutch player. His playmaking is good. His scoring is there. I never thought I would say that in Toronto. Mm-hmm. No, he was De- terrific. I thought it was terrific. Yeah, he was terrific in Toronto. And then you can argue playoffs and DeMar DeFrozen. Know, guys go frozen. Yeah, put their stats up and make your case. But he was terrific in Toronto. He's a perennial all-star. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. His value right now, league-wide, throughout the league, is as high as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Okay? you, Everyone, I think it's majority. I don't think how anyone can make an argue that he wasn't or he is not heading into the season, not a top 10 player in the, in the entire NBA. I, I, mean, make I, I mean, I mean, top 10. Top 10. Top 10. Based on what he did last year, okay, DeMar okay. DeRozan, okay. I, I, I'll say it again. You tell me when Based to stop. on what he did. Okay, you tell me when to yeah. stop, though. Giannis. No, no. Ba- Jokic, I, I'm not saying. Embiid, I'm not saying. I'm saying. Luka, based based Tayyum, on how he LeBron, performed last year. Okay. Okay, but going okay. into this season, he's not a top 10 player in the league. Based on. All we have to go on is what he did last season. At the end of the season, DeMar DeRozan was a top 10 player. I don't care. What I may think, DeMar DeRozan performed from start to finish last season and was terrific. Okay. He was he needed MVP consideration last year. He had to be in. He had to be in there. OK, but you always okay, tell me. We go, La- give me nine season, players. Give me nine last players. Last season was last right season. Now. Last season I, I, was last I, season. I'll say it again. Going into this season. OK, so going into, I, this, I, season, into this season, here are the players. He was 10 of the players I would take ahead of DeMar DeRozan. Okay. Giannis, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, 
Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, LeBron James was not better than DeMar DeRozan last year. I'm saying no. going into this season. I'm no, not no, talking I, about because I'm about to say Kawhi Leonard. And he didn't even play last season. But I would still rather have Kawhi Leonard on my team than DeMar DeRozan going into this year. I'm going to say it again, and then I'll let you give a new argument. Going into this season, based off last year's performance, if you didn't play last year, you can't be in the argument. You got to prove yourself this year. If you want to say two years ago, if you want to say two years ago, then we can put Kawhi Leonard into the argument. Going into this season, and all we have to go off is last season. I want to be very clear. Okay. Last season. Last season. Based on last season. Ron James, from start to finish, was not better than DeMar DeRozan. Okay. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying if he played whatever, 70 games or whatever. DeMar DeRozan was a top 10 player a year ago. Can I give you 10? Please do. Just based off last season, then. Based off of performance of last season, please do. Steph, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, that's four. Doncic, that's five. Tatum, six. Ja Morant, that's seven. Kevin Durant, that's eight. Devin Booker, that's nine. Then that 10th spot, you can make a case for DeRozan. You can make a case for Chris Paul. You can make a case for whoever you want. But it's not clear. I mean, he's not maybe top 20. He's not top 10. Okay. All, all I'm saying is from start to finish, this young man performed as a top 10 player. He, oh, he had a great in season. The NBA. Great season. He Absolutely. had a phenomenal. And I'm giving him. I'm giving him all his flowers. And I don't care what five and five. Congratulations. Hey, I'm not saying in the playoffs. I'm saying the regular season. How many games did he play last year? 70. Some of those players you didn't. Because some of those players didn't. Okay. Some of those players I know didn't play enough games. Okay. Okay. Some of those players and, and, and availability counts in the regular season. <laughs> Mikael Bridges, <laughs> MVP. Be- 82 games out of 82 <laughs> games every year. Give no, Mikael Bridges no, I, the ava- MVP. <laughs> uh, availability counts. Okay, but but this yeah. is what I'm saying to you is even though if we, if I accept your point that DeRozan was a top 10 player last season, even if he was, he's still okay. turning 34 and he still has two years on his deal. If I'm I the Chicago agree. Bulls, I would have one eye on moving him. If the right deal comes I, along. I can't, I can't you, argue that. As Bulls, you love to tell but, me, if there's disgruntled superstar, BJ, you can put his salary and Vucevic's salary together. That makes the max. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Bulls can't say it, but we can say it here. You know, what is he, 34 now? Turning 34. Okay, he's 30, 34. So that means he has another terrific season this year and another terrific season next year, right? He has two years left, right? Yeah. On his deal after the season. This year and then next year and then okay, it's done. Next year. Okay, okay. So he'll be 36. Now you have to make a real decision. So I think the Bulls have to consider that. And then he has to make a business decision to say, would he be willing to do whatever he needs to do? Because in the end, this will probably be his last deal. 
Yeah. Actually, he's just this- turned his, his birthday was a couple of weeks ago. He's just turned 33 in fairness to him, but still. Okay. 30. So he'll be 30. Let's just say he'll be 35. Yeah. But, you know, so I think the Bulls have to consider it. I'm not saying they will or won't. I don't know, but he's played a lot of minutes and you have to figure out the timeline, how you're going to build your team. These are realistic questions and you can't avoid it. I'm not saying what's the right thing to do, but what I do know is he's a terrific player. He had one incredible season. He, without question, he carried that team. He's shown durability, all of those things, clutch. And I think that is a legit question. Right now, if you are, right now, let me tell you this. Right now, his stock is as high to me as it's ever been. And I think the Bulls have to look at all options. They, I mean, they have to. And mm-hmm. I think DeMar DeRozan has to look because there is a timeline where DeMar DeRozan fits for a championship run. Mm-hmm. He is a, I mean, last year, I'm going, wow, this guy, he was like, really? I, I was reminded how good he really was. I mean, I might've missed it. I may have got off my radar because I didn't see him as much. I think the uh, whole league kind of didn't watch enough San Antonio when he was there because that's where his playmaking, I think, really improved from uh, Mm -hmm. Toronto. But then, like, I think he also is aware of this, and that's why last season he shot a career high from downtown. And I think this season he's going to shoot more threes than he ever has before because I think he's aware of his age getting up there. And you want your game to age gracefully. Like, you look at, like, a Vince Carter, right? His his game is aging. I mean, I never thought that I would be saying this about him because he was such, he was, he depended so much on his athletic ability People don't know in his career. People, younger fans don't know. He was a freak athlete. He was in a dunk contest. This guy could fly. Oh, yeah, he, he, he could I mean, he's fly. Still a, he, he's, he still can. Oh, he's he can still really... bang. He can still bang. Don't get it twisted. But yeah, his game, especially the mid-range game, is built on the oh, fundamentals man, of footwork. And BJ, the beauty of that is even when you are old with bad knees and severely out of shape like myself. If you got that footwork, you could still get buckets. Don't matter who's guarding. And he can do that with the best of them. So DeMar DeRozan. What do you call him, BJ? You got, I can't believe you got the whole episode without saying it. What do you call him? Well, I, I, I didn't, I, it, it was, you know, my good friend, Stacey King call him DeMarvelous. There we go. <laughs> we used to say every week. You know, on the, check. <laughs> I, I know that I, I, I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of DeMar and I, I'm, I'm rooting for him. And look, look, I these guys now are playing at a very high level at 33, 34, 35, you know, LeBron 37. So this is great. And hopefully he'll continue to play like this for many more years. But certainly, I mean, I, I he was just exceptional last year. I don't know if it was just a one-year thing or the right place, but he was exceptional there in Chicago. And I hope for the bullies, I hope that continues. Well, we might get a chance to see him up close because the Bulls are coming to Paris in January, and hopefully we see oh, him there. Yeah. Hopefully we see some of you guys there. Against my Pistons, though. See, I feel like you should be more conflicted than you are because, I mean... I'm not, yeah, there's no conflict. <laughs> I was born in Detroit. What's the conflict? <laughs> what okay. up, though? What's the conflict? Okay, okay, there's okay. There's no okay. conflict. 
You know what I mean? Okay. Either you're a Jedi or you're or, or, or wow. you're on the dark side. Oh, what's, so you're saying that the, the Detroit Pistons are the Jedi of the NBA? No, we get. Hey. <laughs> We're the bad boys of the NBA. <laughs> you know what an underrated collaboration would be? They should do like an NBA Star Wars collaboration with like a, a lightsaber for each team. NBA marketing, if you're listening. Did you see this year they did a Formula One collaboration with the NBA? Yeah. Yeah. And they no, this created is what, a this Formula is what One. We're going to do this. Is, this is a collaboration that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Detroit is going to do a collaboration with. I'm not sure if because you you know you live in London, Detroit versus everybody. That's our thing. That's our mentality. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Okay, that's the collaboration we need. Okay, okay, we're going to bring it. We're going to bring. I'm going to wear that bow to Paris. Okay. Woo! Oh, you get me excited. Okay. Oh, you get me Detroit versus everybody. <laughs> you know, I that's the collaboration we need. I hear that's it. what we need. Do you know what would be really fun? Because you know, you know, BJ, I didn't even tell you about this. Last week I went to see um the California basketball club. That's what they call it. It's basically Sierra Canyon High School. Uh <laughs> Bronny James and his teammates, they're doing a tour of Europe, right? And they're going around and they played the best under 18s in the UK and they played the best under 18s in France. And the best under 18 to Germany. Well, Sierra Kenyon, for however much school fees they pay at their fancy school, they lost against the kids from the UK. So I'd like to see next summer, you bring some of Detroit's talent over. And my young... Mo, you don't want that smoke. You don't want that smoke. You don't want that smoke. Mo, The young G's here will show them levels. I'm not worried. BJ, I'm not worried. They took care of California. They're going to take care of Detroit. Mo, let me tell you something. Mo, let me tell you something. You ever seen Rocky? Yeah. There's a scene in Rocky where uh, Carl with Carl Weathers, I think, you know, what was his name in the movie? I can't think of his name. His trainer goes, that's all wrong for you, baby. It's all wrong for you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, lead out with a low, Mo. Lead out alone, Mo. We'll see. I'm I got faith Detroit. in my young genes. Oh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the kids from Detroit. They eat raw meat. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, they eat raw meat. Hey, hey, Mo, Mo. This is Detroit. You don't want that, Mo. You don't want that one. That's all wrong for you, baby. Hey, hey, hey. BJ. Hey, no matter Mo. where you're from. I never bring seen your a, game. I never, hey, Mo, uh, bring like your Rocky. game. I never seen a man get hit and take shots like that. And he kept coming. He kept coming. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, I'm telling you. I'm telling Mo, you. You can't nothing to play with. Bring your five. I'll bring my five. Uh, Mo, Mo, leave that one alone. Mo, we'll see. If you set we'll it see. up, I, I, Mo, I, we'll I, I, see. I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing right now to the UK. Mo, it's it's a little bit, it's a it's a little different. That's a uh, I got faith different. in the kids. I got faith I, in I the kids. I got faith in the kids too. It's just that that city is a little different. That's, a, that's okay. A, well, only time's gonna tell. Only time's gonna okay. tell. Okay, well, Mo, here we go. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. You, you it set happen. it up. I'll let let's you get it, it happen. done. Shouts hey, to the Mo, Hoop Six Elite I, taking down the California kids. Next step, Detroit. Let's get it. BJ, Bo, that's all wrong for you, baby. Leave that alone, Bo. Please don't do that, Bo. Bo. I'm worried. I'm worried. I ain't Mo, worried. Do you know what came out of Detroit, Bo? Do you want? Do you want to know some of the talent that came out of Detroit? Oh, I know. 
I know. I know. But the world ain't seen the talent come out of the UK yet. We just okay. getting started. We just getting started. Okay. okay. Go ask, go, go tell LeBron to ask his sons about the talent from the UK. Go do that. And whoa, then we'll have whoa, this conversation whoa, 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 again. Whoa. First of all, the kids I'm bringing over don't have the finances to be coming over to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Mo, Mo, this is the, this ain't the same kid. That ain't the same kid. That's I know I know where that school is at. Okay. <laughs> okay, BJ's bringing the real. No, no, I ain't bringing the real. I ain't, this ain't got nothing to do with the real, Mo. This is Detroit. This is not L.A. This is not Beverly Hills. This is not Malibu. <laughs> this is not Calabasas. That's all I'm saying. Mo. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is, Mo, the kids I bring, this will be their first time not leaving the country, but the city of Detroit. We'll, we'll throw them a welcome party. We'll throw them okay. a welcome party. I ain't worried. Hey, Mo, I would love to do that for the experience, but I'm just telling you right now, now, when it gets to that court, my guys is hungry and they thirsty. Well, it's probably for me. And all, all, meat. all I'm asking is for all I'm asking is for dinner. All we want is raw meat. That's all we want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just give us raw meat. That's I'm gonna talk to my peoples, and we'll sort Please it out. Do. But in the meantime, now you guys listening, yeah. let us know who you think is going to take that. That could be a nice yearly event. Mo, can that I tell you? Can cool. I tell you what we go say in the huddle? Mo, can I tell you? Can I tell you what what I what I learned to say in the huddle? I didn't even know this was incorrect until I got to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, you want you know what every kid in Detroit says in the huddle. Go ahead. Do you know how you go one two three? Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? All right, you ready? I'm ready. Go one two three. Ready? <laughs> I ain't got nothing left. We gotta end this episode. Hey, right here. Hey, hey, I'm done. Whoa. I'm done. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. There's no way you just growled into the mic. Hey, whoa. That, hey, whoa. Whoa. One, two, three. I didn't even know people said things in the huddle until I got to the NBA. Mo, I grew up the first 20 years of my life, and all I knew is we got in the huddle, everybody just did it. Okay, that's where we're gonna leave this one. I'm glad you don't do the outros of the podcast because every time I say get buckets, I can just imagine B just hanging until next time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Bro. All right, but well, you. I'll tell you this: it's different. It's different over there. If you guys have more questions about BJ growing up in Detroit, don't forget to tweet in your questions. We're answering all questions tomorrow, episode 150. We will be all this episode will come out Monday, so not tomorrow for you guys, but we're recording it tomorrow and then enjoying some of the weekend. And um, shout out to my boy AD getting married and the AD who actually plays more than five games a season, not the AD in oh, LA right now. It. Shout out to my boy stop AD, it. congratulations, my brother, because I know you're listening. Um, you guys have a great weekend, BJ. You have a great weekend too. I'll see you tomorrow hey, for the hey, recording, hey, but hey. uh, yes, you do, and hey, when you with your people. What do you say? <laughs> we don't even need to say nothing. We don't need to say nothing. We ain't talking. It's all about action. But until next time, subscribe, like, leave a review, leave a ring, leave a comment. And as always, <laughs> get buckets. <laughs>